Welcome to Oyana, a teenager's journey to self-love. Our mission is to inspire, educate and empower, helping teenagers and parents to navigate through life and connect with their inner self. I'm your host and transformational life coach, Carol Oakley, and thank you for tuning in. And if it's your first time, welcome. And if it's not, thank you for your support. You know, I hope you enjoy this episode. Now, um, today I have Ria, the scholarship doctor. Now, Ria is a leading expert in higher education and a lifetime learner and educator. Now, Ria has helped thousands of individuals have a debt-free college experience. In the past eight years, she has collectively helped scholars earn over 200 million of scholarships. I mean, that's incredible. Wow, 200 million of, of scholarships. That's a that's a, an incredible thing to do. Now, as a freshman entering college, Rhea was awarded one of the largest financial packages her college had ever offered. And by the time she was a graduating senior, she was actually paid a thousand pounds a month to attend college. I mean, how on earth did she do that? And I'm sure we'll find out later. My goodness me. And um, additionally, she continued to be on salary as a student through her master's and doctoral programs. Now, her scholarship earnings have well surpassed like 300,000 mark. And on average, she has empowered each scholar to earn over 250,000 of scholarships. Now, as you can tell, Ria is a leading expert, you know, in her field and determined, absolutely determined to break financial barriers regardless of a person's educational, economical or ethnic background with the mission to create education, equity and college debt-free experience for everyone. Wow. Oh my goodness I can't wait to get into this uh, into this interview because I mean this is a pretty impressive a pretty impressive uh, we say CV in here in England <laughs> <laughs> but in the yeah and in the states you call it resume but no it is pretty 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 impressive so um without further ado uh let me say hello to Ria hey Ria how you doing hey girl how you doing Miss Carol <laughs> Oh my God, I'm loving your energy already. Wow. Thank you. I love what I do. Oh, I can tell. I'm blessed. Oh, amazing, amazing. And you're in Nevada, aren't you? Uh, Las, 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 Las Vegas. Las Vegas, envy, because we are the envy of everyone. So yes, Las Vegas, Nevada. I've been here since I was age three. Oh, wow. So it is outside of college where I spent four years um, for my bachelor's, actually five years, anyway, <laughs> five years. But outside of that time, I've only lived in Las Vegas. It is home sweet home to me. I've never met a better city in the entire world. And I've been to, I can't tell you how many countries. I love Las Vegas. <laughs> and how often, do, I mean, obviously we're, we need to get, in, get, get, get into the show, but how often yeah. do you actually go into the, you know, the the touristy bit, you know, where the, the bit where everyone you know, everyone knows about yeah. all the yeah. lights and the glitz. <laughs> <laughs> Not often. <laughs> we try to avoid it. 
you know, yes. when family is in town, we do the whole tourist thing. And yeah. um, my sister was actually uh, a host. She didn't host the exchange students, but she was a coordinator. And so she wanted to make sure that they got the Vegas experience. So I went They're like, I, you know, it's really great though, Carol, because I say, you know, if you're not someone who likes to travel around the world, or, you know, maybe it's just not economical for you yes. in a mile and a half, you can go to every continent and country <laughs> right in Las Vegas. Cause we have the Paris, we have the Bellagio, we have the Venetian. So we have, we have <laughs> the Luxor. So you can go to Egypt. You can go, <laughs> you, oh, can go to you can go to Venice, you can go to, to uh, Paris. So you can take experience all, you can go to Rome. Yes, we have Caesars. So you can go to all of these different countries and see how that is right in a mile and a half and experience it right there. Literally gondola rides, literally. There is a replica of the Eiffel Tower and there's a restaurant there. So you can do that. So anyone who wants to say, you know, I don't know if I really ever want to go personally to Paris, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can get a similar experience. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm not sure. Well, I'm a lie. I love authenticity. I love going to... <laughs> I like going to the actual country, but that might work for some people. You know, that might work. But I guess that might be a bit of a taster. If you want to have a bit of a taster. That's a good thing. You can try the gondola rides and say, you yeah. know what, I gotta do this. Yeah. In yeah. In, in Italy. I have to do yeah. <laughs> But it's so fun. They sing and it's just a wonderful experience. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. It sounds like a, a great experience in itself. Yeah. It really it's does. One day, one day I'll get there. One day I'll get there. Now, so let's get on. I mean, please, God. I mean, obviously, I kind of reeled off your your resume, and which is really impressive, Ria. Really impressive. So, please, come on. Let's let's get on to let's get get to your story. Tell okay. our listeners a little bit about your background. Absolutely. So, hey, y'all. I'm Ria, the Scholarship Doctor with Scholarship Solutions, where we are blessed to work with scholars of all ages and everyone's a scholar. So we're saying from zero to 99, from the womb to the tomb, from birth to death, we love helping scholars to have a debt-free college experience. And that's what I'm blessed to do every day, all day with people around the entire world, Miss Carol. And it's so amazing because I also am an international speaker and have spoken to scholars. And remember, everyone's a scholar from Egypt to South Africa, Gabon, which is located in Central Africa, England, um, excuse me, England, France, Germany, oh my goodness, Canada. Yeah. And I'm missing so many different places, Mexico, and of course, the United States, and on and on and on. And it's been amazing because of the Zoom platform. I've been able to do that, right? And, and, just, and, and, and just amazingly, thank you, God, influence students, scholars, and let them know it's possible. I don't care where you're at in the world to mm -hmm. go to college debt-free and to empower scholars in that regard. So we've been able to do that in person. Um, again, in South Africa, I was able just to be there and talk to them. Okay. In Paris, I was able to be there and talk to them. In mm -hmm. London, I was able to be there and talk to them. Amazing. In Lisbon, I was able to be there and talk to them. So we've been able to do it virtually as uh -huh. well as in person to let people know yes. they can go to college for free to empower them and make sure they know enterprise is possible 
and we're all riding this scholarship train as far as they want to go. Amazing. I mean, that's great that you're on this journey and you know you're yeah. doing great things now. But let me just again, you know, just kind of go back a bit because obviously yeah. you yourself obviously um was a scholar and that's how you got on this journey because you know you went on a journey to find scholarships to so you're able to get into college so just take us take us through that part of your life what were you studying what were you thinking what what you know what was your process how did you get all these scholarships and also so there's quite a few questions here and also for our some of our non um u.s uh listeners what are scholarships okay so uh, I'll start with the scholarships because I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah. Um, the definition of a scholarship is free money from a business, a college or business. The business can be nonprofit or for profit. And I will explain that, Miss Carol. OK, yeah. So a scholarship is free money from either a college or university or a business, nonprofit or for profit that does not need to be paid back so when they give you the money it is yours you do not have to pay it back mm -hmm. so an example of a college or university since you said maybe folks from outside would be oxford university right, mm -hmm. outside the united states so oxford university would look at a transcript a cv as we've talked about a curriculum vita or a resume right yeah. they would look at um test scores maybe and they would look at those three things, which are super important to going to college debt-free and say, hmm, I like what I see. Let me give you 10,000 pounds to attend Oxford based on your resume CV, your marks, your grades, your transcript, and perhaps test scores. Okay. And so because of those things, they give you a scholarship. So that comes from a college or university. Okay. In the United States, I'm gonna give you my example. It is my alma mater for my, um, my doctoral program is the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, UNLV, right here in my city, right? And so because UNLV says, hmm, you have a great CV resume, love those marks slash grades, and you didn't do so bad on the test, we're going to give you a scholarship. So a college or university may give you free money that yes. does not have to be repaid mm -hmm. based on those things traditionally that I just explained. And okay. how is that so far? Okay. Yes. Oh, good. Now let's talk about the other side. I said a business, either a nonprofit business or a for-profit business. So an example of a for-profit business is anything from Pizza Hut to Taco Bell, anything from KFC to Wendy's, mm -hmm. <laughs> anything from Foot Locker to Burger King, okay. anything from Nike to Google. Uh -huh. These are all businesses that make money. They're for-profit businesses. And guys, guess what? Every one of those agencies that I just mentioned, except for Nike that I can think of right now, but there is Foot Locker, which I think is a part of the Nike brand. They are all actual scholarships. They give money away. You can win a scholarship from Taco Bell, mm -hmm. Burger King, Foot Locker, Google, which we could talk about more because they have scholarships for people across the entire world. Yeah. Amazing. So those are real scholarships that actually a for-profit business gives out. Wonderful. An example of a nonprofit business is called the Elks Foundation. 
Now, the Elks Foundation is a U.S.-based nonprofit, okay? So you do have to be a United States citizen to win their scholarships. But outside of the federal government of the United States, they are the second largest funder of scholarships. Miss Carroll, they give out two $50,000 scholarships. Wow. $40,000 scholarships. Mm Mm-hmm. Two $30,000 scholarships, two $25,000 scholarships, two, excuse me, 10 $20,000 scholarships, and around $104,000 scholarships. That is just on the national level. Okay. You can win money in a city, you can win money in a county, and you can win money in a state from the Elks Foundation. Okay. They give out literally millions of dollars. This is a real scholarship for those who are in the United States of America. Okay, I was going to it ask is, you if it's just for the U.S., it's yeah. That's for U.S., <laughs> yeah. but it is due November 5th. Uh-huh. It is open right now. It is due November 5th, and it is open to any class of 2022. So you have to be a graduating senior Mm-hmm. So as long as you're a graduating senior and you are someone who is a United States citizen, yes. this scholarship is for you. Wonderful. So let me just go part, you know, sort of go back. 20 years okay. ago, you started, was it about 20 years ago you started on this journey where you started getting your own scholarships? So just tell us a little bit about what place were you in? In you know, I mean, obviously financially you were looking to get assistance. Absolutely. Um, so just tell us a little bit about that part of your of your story, sure. because it's pretty so impressive. I'm first, I'm first generation college student. Yeah. So what that means is neither my mother nor my father earned a four year degree. People don't know that. So if your parents did not earn a four year degree, mm-hmm. either mom or dad, yeah. doesn't matter if they're custodial parents or not. None of that matters. If you are someone where you know your parents did not earn a four-year degree, you are counted and classified as a first-generation college student. Okay. So going further, if your parents have a two-year degree, you're a first-generation college student. If they have certificates, you're a first-generation college student. So if you don't have a mom or dad, or do have a mom or dad, but either of them did not earn a four-year degree, you're a first-gen. So in my case... Neither of my parents had, were, um, were college graduates at all. In fact, my dad, who's the most amazing man on earth, mm-hmm. <laughs> the wisest, most intelligent, most handsome and faith-filled man on earth. Oh, bless um, him. He's so incredible. He's been in heaven five years, but my daddy did not graduate from high school. He actually was functionally illiterate to the day he passed away. So what that means is that my dad could not read or write. Um, strongly. He did get to the point he was able to read the Bible. He did. He could always sign his name, but really limited um, outside of those resources for, for, um, for in in literacy. And he dropped out of high school in the 11th grade. Okay. Now my mama, (laughs) (laughs) my little mama graduated high school at 16. (laughs) So my dad was dropping out and my mom finished high school at age 16. 
She was tested for an IQ. Her IQ was similar to Einstein. Oh, wow. <laughs> although she did go to college, um, she never wanted to leave my dad. So, and so she decided not to continue her education and started a career um, in insurance with Blue Cross Blue Shield. Mm-hmm. Actually, at the age of 17, she was one of the first African-American women to be able to be hired at that company. Oh. And so those were my parents. Yes. Um, they were married for almost 50 years before my dad passed away and just a beautiful couple. But they had these two little girls, myself and my sister. And I can remember even at age two, my daddy telling me, you will be Dr. Rhea Michelle Watson. You will go to college. Oh, bless him. Spoke those things into my sister and into my life. And he and my mom together raised us in Las Vegas. We're originally from a city called East St. Louis, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And St. Louis is across the bridge. Some people know it as East Boogie, but they wanted again something different. And so my parents moved us from East St. Louis and didn't know really anyone. And we landed in Las Vegas and have been here ever since. But with that, we were always a college bound family. And like I said, my earliest memory is two years old with my dad speaking into my life that I would be Dr. Rhea Michelle Watson. And he told my sister, you will be an artist. And I remember, I don't know how, but I remember that um, my dad on his mattress had drawn 3.9 GPA and he had drawn a little horse and he loved horses. And I just remember looking at that and thinking 3.9 GPA. And I don't know how he knew or what. And it was, and he also just kind of scratched like college in my girls. And I just, I I can still see that on his mattress. And I don't know why or where it came from, but I just think it was all about us always going to college and making sure that we were college bound. And it was never, I don't remember a time where it was ever an option to do anything else. We were college bound. And my parents supported that through every waking piece of their bodies Mm. um, being completely involved 100% in our schooling um, to making sure that we were community minded to make sure that we had a strong spiritual background. Um, My father was just Ah, oh, bless. And he sounds like a. He sounds. Sounds like an amazing, amazing man. And what a, a great person, you know. What a great role model. What a great, a great, great role model, you know. And um, he was definitely the person to, you know, to to spur you on and to support you and to to, to hold your hand. And gosh, oh God, he must be so proud, so proud of you proud of me oh absolutely of course he is he's absolutely <laughs> proud and I'm sure your mummy is as well <laughs> oh brilliant so that was that's my background yeah we part of a program in the United States called the trio program yeah. trio is a pre-collegiate program for students 6th to 12th grade who are either low income or first generation college students okay and with trio children again six all the way to 12th grade and then they have programs that they do have programs for uh, post 
uh, high school as well, yeah. post-secondary. But for that time frame, from sixth grade, excuse me, on, okay. we were able to be on college campuses, taking classes, eating lunches, doing activities. And my parents made sure that we were a part of that. So from a very young age, yeah. from sixth grade, I was involved with collegiate activities. I knew what a college campus was about. I understood what it looked like. I knew what a dormitory was. Oh, wow. You actually <laughs> were able to stay in the dorms. So over the summer, that was a privilege that you could stay in the dorms and take college classes, take high school classes, whatever you wanted to do. And the entire program was gratuitous. It was free as long as you were either first-generation college student or low income. Okay. Now we didn't fit the low income, but we did fit the first generation college student. Mm -hmm. Not that they were rich or wealthy, but, but my dad was a very blessed man. And so my mama was a stay at home mom. My dad worked at a place called the Nevada test site this year. Yeah. Um, very, very, if you know about the atomic bomb, you should know about the Nevada test site. And my dad literally gave his life for his family. Yeah, wonderful. He sounds like a wonderful, wonderful man, Rhea. A wonderful, wonderful man. So, you know, obviously you you took the, you know, you took the the understanding of why it was important to get a good education. And yes. obviously there was something in you to really spur you on to get into college, hence why you ended up down this road or on this journey of getting as many scholarships. So tell me about that part of your journey. What did you do? <laughs> you know? yeah. So on top of this type of program, again, I knew I was college bound. And yeah. so, um, and my parents did not have thousands and thousands of dollars for me to go to school. And yeah. so my mom would go to my local library, which is still my local library, the West Las Vegas library. Yes. And at the time there was no Google, you know, there was not even an opportunity. You could not check out the books. Sure. So she and I, oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying sure. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. So she and I together would sit at a table at the library, pen and paper. We would go page by page. And my mom would say, Rhea, I think this one works for you. And I was like, okay, mommy, <laughs> I would write everything down. Of course, it was just an address where you would lick a stamp and put it on an envelope and type things out. It was a different time. Of course. But we did that, day, not day after day, but literally kind of weekend after weekend. Yes. And I was able to garner $30,000 in college scholarships. Amazing. Now, I also graduated valedictorian of my high school. Yes. So I was offered five full ride offers to five colleges where I, all I had to do was bring my suitcase mm. and my bedding and never think about anything else completely debt free. But I had a dream school and my dream school, I got accepted to. Yes. And they offered me the largest financial package they had ever, ever offered. And I had $30,000 that I was bringing with me. Mm. But what I didn't know, Miss Carol, again, as a first-generation college student, is that a financial package does not mean debt freedom. A financial package, and this is to this day, when you get a financial package, you as in a family, a student receives a financial package, it is everything the college and or the government are offering including loans. So I was in this huge auditorium. 
I was 17, had just turned 18. And my mom and dad were there just excited in this big auditorium on my college campus because they had driven me across the country. (laughs) (laughs) My clothes laid across the back seat. (laughs) So they were just beaming in in behind me because I just turned 18. So now I'm signing my own paperwork. And there's this wonderful woman talking about promissory notes in front of me and um, and exiting. And I'm like, okay. So I, she's like, okay. And now it's time to sign. So I look back to my mom and dad and they're like, yes, yes. <laughs> so mom and dad are telling me to sign this lady standing in front of me is telling me to sign everyone around me in this big auditorium signing. And so I signed what I didn't know is I was signing myself into student loan debt. I had no idea. Okay. And the only way that I found out is that my dream school was not quite the dream that I thought. <laughs> okay. It was a little bit of a different dream. Uh-huh. It was definitely God's place and timing, but I needed to transfer. And so I decided to transfer. And when you transfer, you need your transcript. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, that's fine. You can transfer, which I did. Yeah. And you can get your transcript as soon as you pay back your institutional loan. Okay. And I said, what is that? They said, well, you borrowed money to attend our school and it came from the institution. It came from the college. Mm -hmm. And I said, but I had $30,000 in scholarships and I had the largest financial package, but they were like, it included this, this, and this loan. I was, I was devastated. I didn't know what to do. And so I didn't get, wasn't able to get my transcript for years, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I went to my next school, Morris Brown College in Atlanta, Georgia. It is a small, historically Black college centered right in the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, a part of the Atlanta University Center. Mm-hmm. And so I went there desperate. I told you I graduated valedictorian of my high school. But by the time I had gotten through my, my college, I had a 1.2 GPA. I was broken and horrified. And I just needed someone to give me an opportunity. And Morris Brown had an open door policy. They said, we will accept you if you come to us and we will be what we say in our alma mater, the haven for all hungry souls. Okay. But they didn't have any dormitories for me because I just decided to not go back. Actually, my mom just told me you can't go back to the school and you have to find another college. And so there were no dorms. I had to take out all student loan debt because there was no grant money. There was no scholarships. There was nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up being in debt for my first full year because no one can barely get scholarships with a 1.2. Plus there was no time and it just didn't work. If I wanted okay. to go to college, I signed. Okay. However. Yes. I like to hear a happy <laughs> ending. A however, right? Yes. <laughs> there's a big light there. I can hear a big light coming. <laughs> so what happened was my mom and dad were basically taking care of two households. Since I wasn't able to stay in the dorm, they were writing a check to someone every single month for around $600. It just wasn't there with my daddy working and my mom being a stay-at-home mom, basically. Yeah, sure. She was in education, but just there was not money for that. 
And so I had to do that one semester at Morris Brown and I had to come back home and attend my local junior college. So I worked three jobs. I worked on my GPA and I actually worked on my GPA. I did very well. I didn't get a great, the greatest grades. Uh-huh. Um, but I think I ended up with like maybe a 3.0, 3.2, something okay. like that. Okay. And I took that home. And um, again, I know I got, I got two B's and two A's. So it's still not the greatest. I wasn't my 4.0 student that I had been my whole entire life. But I was working three jobs to save. And, um, and I, that's what I was doing. So I was working and saving and we were going to go to FAFSA. And I said, I'm determined to go back to Morris Brown and I will be a, a graduate. And people laughed at me. They said, you'll never leave here. You're going to be here just like us. And my sister and I said no. And together with $600 mm-hmm. about in our pocket, we were able to go to Morris Brown in 1995 and pursue our bachelor's degrees together. Amazing. And so we never stayed in the dorms because we had each other, but we worked. Yes. And we were able, they had like student housing. It was off-campus housing. You had to pay for it, but we were able to do that. We had financial aid. And then I said, Kel, we can do this. We need to start applying for scholarships. And so Every week we would go to our scholarship office at Morris Brown College and Miss Jones would have a list of scholarships and we would write them down and we would apply. I was working, not making the best grades. I was doing a little part-time job and Miss Jones and my dean came to me and they said, Rhea, we believe that there's a scholarship for students who are like you, hardworking, And I didn't tell you this, but my dad always said, I work and you volunteer. And so he would have us volunteer hours and hours and hours. And I was a little, I have to tell you, I wasn't always the the greatest at that. Like I wanted a job. And I told my dad, I said, daddy, I want to work at hot dog on the stick. Do you know what hot dog on the stick is? No, No, I don't. (laughs) Okay. It up. It started in California. Yeah. But they wore like really cute shorts and a little hat. And I said, Daddy, I'm working hot dog on a stick oh, or, or express. And he said, I work, you volunteer. Uh-huh. So I never had a job when I was in high school or middle school because my dad wouldn't allow us, but we volunteered everywhere. Okay. Which is fantastic. That's brilliant. So, I mean, I've got so many questions for you, Ria, you know, and, and it's it's brilliant that obviously with your shared determination and obviously the support of your parents, you're able to get scholarships and you're able to fulfill your dream and you became a doctor. Now, fast forward 20 years, um, you um, founded the Scholarship Solutions which is a premier scholarship and college consulting firm, you know, dedicated to working with students worldwide, sort of ages from six months to 90, 90 years, as you say here. (laughs) So I guess, yeah, I guess your journey kind of really um, sparked this. Yes. This in you to create something like this. So tell us a little bit again, because like I said, I've got so many questions for you and I am conscious of your time. So tell us a little bit about the scholarship solutions. Okay. 
So Scholarship Solutions was birthed out of my own experiences that I described. Yes. And the one that I think is really important for you. So my dean and Ms. Ms. Jones, my scholarship coordinator at my college came to me and said, UPS, are you familiar with UPS? No. It is a carrier service. Oh, yes, I know courier service. Yeah, yes. UPS, they said UPS are looking for students that are mid Bs, you know, who think if they didn't have to work, yes, they probably could be a students. And if they've been giving back that they love that. And so I was taken to the, the headquarters for UPS is in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. So they said, Ria, we want you to interview for this scholarship. And I was like, great, <laughs> I'll do it. And so I came and it was myself and about eight other students, and they interviewed us and asked us, what is your life like? I said, well, I work, but I do volunteer for the TRIO program because I'm a graduate. My parents had me in TRIO from sixth to 12th grade. I'm an upward bound graduate. So now I tutor, I work with them on Spanish. I do whatever, and I do that regularly because that's just been my life. Yes. They said they loved it, okay. So anyway, we're in this big, huge boardroom mm-hmm. and all, they come in and they said, you all have won $5,000 scholarships. Okay. And if this will help you to be able to go to school only and not have to work, we want to do that for you. So UPS gave me this $5,000 scholarship. Of course, I am, and this is 1995. So it was probably equal to more like, about twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars today, to be very honest with you. Okay? okay, that equal, and so basically, what it meant was I could quit my job, which I was able to do okay. because now I have this money to cover my tuition, mm. at least in part, or my little dorm that I was living in. I was able to quit my job okay. and just be. So I'm crying proficiently and try and getting to a landline phone because there's no cells to call my daddy. And tell him, Daddy, I just won a $5,000 scholarship from UPS because of my volunteering. Okay, wow. (laughs) I told him in that moment, this is what I said to my dad. Yeah. I said, Daddy, there are not enough fries I could have dipped, burgers I could have flipped, or sweaters I could have folded to have earned $5,000. And I thanked my dad for dealing with my nasty attitude and for just being relentless and saying, I work and you volunteer. Because of that, I could have never, Miss Carol, made $5,000 at Hot Dog on a Stick. Of course. Never, never would have been able to do that. And so I was able to thank my dad for that. And that gave me what I needed to uh-huh. go from a B-ish student to an A and A student because I didn't have to work. Yes. I was able to focus on grades. Uh-huh. And that this turned into my process. My mama genie is who I call her now. Mama Genie was my department chair uh-huh. and the head of research at Morris Brown College in psychology. Okay. She, she was Dr. Stahl at that time. Mm-hmm. But today she'll be 79 on October 5th. Now she's my mama genie. She's been with me for 
25 years. Okay. And my mama Jeannie is a little white woman from Indiana who worked at a 99% all black college uh-huh. helping brown and black students get to doctoral programs. That was her entire mission. Fantastic. And so she pulls me into her office and says, Rhea, I have a grant opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. And it was like a grant. I said, like what I get with the federal government. She said, kind of, but she says, um, I write grants. And I'm like, you write grants? And I'm trying to figure my mind around it. Yeah. And what she was doing in the basement of this little historically black college was cocaine research in rats, major, major drug research in the 90s that she was earning, bringing in millions of literally millions of dollars for the college. Okay. And a part of that was to grow PhDs in experimental psychology areas, developmental, um, psychopharmacology, um, social, so, excuse me, social psychology, community psychology, um, just all the anything epidemiology, all of these amazing STEM programs, and not just nothing offensive, but not just counselors in psychology or what else are they called? I don't even know because I just don't have a point of reference. But, you know, not about the counselors going into deep research to make changes on that level so that people can get what they need for the counselors. And this is what this was her mission. And so she came and she says, there's a scholarship slash grant that I think you're eligible for. And I want you to apply. Okay. And I said, okay. now this meant, Miss Carol, that I had to stay in school an extra year. Right. She said it will change the trajectory of your life if you stay an extra year for your bachelor's. Well, at my dream school, I had actually finished my degree in three years. Okay. So I was like, I'm already going to school for another year. What's <laughs> another year? <laughs> because I was graduating college in three years and my mama said, you can't go back. And I cried uh-huh. and, I and I did all this stuff because I was done. <laughs> but you know what? I was a psychology major. I could not tell you who Sigmund Freud was. I could not tell you who Dr. Watson was. I couldn't tell you what behaviorism was. They were training people to go into jobs. And my mission. Yes. That my daddy had told me, Miss Carol, do you remember what my mission was? And my daddy told me is that I was Dr. Rhea Michelle Watson. Yes. I was not employee at some uh, nothing wrong with this. Please, listening audience, understand. But my plight in life was not to go and work in management or human resources. And that's what they were training me for at my college. So yeah. even though I, and I literally at my college, when in my last, my last semester, I literally had basket weaving as a class, literally. Okay. I had taken everything. Okay. And wow. My classes. So like, yeah. So, I mean, God, I mean, it sounds like God, your, your journey to, you know, <laughs> you know creating your your own business is an incredible it's you know it sounds incredible and it sounds like you also had some really great mentors along the way you know it really really does so just because like I said I am really conscious of your time and I really want to hear about your program your scholarship program because I love to give our listeners you know advice and tips and everything like that so should we fast forward a little bit and just tell us a little bit, because obviously you graduated and you became Dr. Rhea Watson, which is brilliant. You had a huge party and 
<laughs> and it was all great. So tell us about your scholarship, your scholarship program, Scholarship Solutions, because it's yeah. all about helping students around the world to um, become debt free. So just tell us just very briefly about what you do. Yeah. So through um, tips, tricks, techniques. Yes. Tactics yes. and tools. Yes. We help folks go to college for free. And whenever possible, we love for them to be on salary. That means that the college writes them a check instead of them writing the college a check. Not everyone wants that, but about 60% of our clients actually are on salary. Um, the other 20% have no debt. Everything is paid. They just bring their suitcase and go. And the other 20% have earned some types of scholarships, funding, et cetera. And maybe their parents have saved for them or they may take out loans. I have a family who just, that's what they wanted to do. They wanted their children to build credit. So people have different things. So that 20% are people who may have saved. Maybe grandparents had, you know, a, a trust fund for them and all kinds of things. And so yes. they're looking for help with the applications, help with the essay. It's not that they're necessarily looking for scholarship services. Okay. So that's kind of how it's broken down. 20% are kind of, you know, that diverse group, 20% yes. pay nothing at all. And then the other 60% are on salary. That means that again, they get paid to go to college. Okay. And so we just help people where they are. Mm -hmm. And we have two programs that do that. One is a scholarship solutions membership. Yes. It is the community of parents and scholars. And remember, everyone's a scholar who work together. Um, my staff and I, we are there to assist. We love A's and A's. So we are there to assist. We are there to analyze. We mm -hmm. are there for a little bit of accountability. <laughs> but it's an amazing community where really parents all across the globe mm -hmm. are helping each other. And then my staff and I, we just kind of, you know, pop in and make sure everyone's okay. Answer those kind of harder ones. Do some training definitely on essays and make sure those big things that need to be taken care of, that they're aware of that. And so there's that membership. It's amazing. And I love the community that's going on with the Scholarship Solutions membership. Yeah. And then on the other side, we have our kind of platinum package. <laughs> and that's where we take on the entire process of, so, of go, someone going to college debt free. So now we don't write essays. So I don't want you get to have that message out. Yeah. But you edit essays. So you can send in essays we know what funders are looking for. And so we're really good at just pinpointing and bringing out the creativity and helping our scholars to get over some of that intimidation when it comes to writing. We have writing workshops. We have editors on staff. So they will literally, you can make an appointment and sit with them and just dissect and work on it. It's really a fun process. Fantastic. So that's our platinum package. And, and with that, um, that's where people earn really on average, $250,000 in scholarship. That's fantastic. And it's great that you've got that service, Ria. It really yeah. does. But how, you know, in terms of, um, you know, students who are unable to, you know, obviously connect with you or connect with that, that type of service for, you know, yeah. for one reason or the other, what ad advice can you give um, any students that are not in that position to connect yeah. with a service like yours? to really benefit from getting free scholarships like you did. Obviously you went through, you went along that journey when you were, when you were younger um, yeah. and to become debt free. Mm -hmm. So um, we have tons of resources through scholarship solutions, Miss Carol. Yes. I have a radio show. 
so yes. they can tune in <laughs> and yes. listen to the radio show. And I give a scholarship a month, but this month I actually gave out three. Yes. So every single month I give out a scholarship. I'm on every social media platform at scholarship DR that's <laughs> at scholarship doctor. And so on that from TikTok to clubhouse to Instagram, uh-huh. Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, we are giving tons of resources in regard to scholarships, places people should look, um, tips, tools, techniques, again, tactics and tools all day, every day, which is completely to listener, your listeners and people around the world. And I literally get the DMs all the time. You posted this scholarship. I applied and I won. Thank you for what you're doing literally from people across the entire world. And so we have tons of resources on my website. I have the one, two, three of going to college debt-free. It is a free digital download. And all that information is right there where people can go to myscholarshipsolutions.com, my singular scholarship, singular solutions.com right there is the one, two, three of going to college debt-free and they can download all of that information Um, in about four weeks. My book is going to come out. That is going to be a resource. It's a workbook. It's going to have, it's actually called The Scholarship Doctor is In, The Prescription, Five Easy Steps to mm-hmm. Going to College for Free, The Prescription. And if someone will follow those steps, it's what my private clients do. It's what the membership does. And it's a workbook. You have everything that you need. Mm-hmm. 100% to going to college debt-free. Wonderful. So there are tons of resources that we provide. And then I do have some scholarships for your listeners if you want them. And I can give you some websites that I really like yeah. if they're um, as well, where they can start looking for scholarships. Fantastic. And all of the, all of everything on your website, um, is it for free? Everything that's on my website, but the services are there. So you will see services, but there's testimonials, but the download, yep. You just download it. That's completely free of charge, but the uh-huh. service, my services are listed on my website, which are, are not gratuitous. Okay. I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, in terms of like, cause you're obviously your mission is to help students become debt-free. Yes. I mean, how about, um, you know, those children who are, Who's like who lives in like maybe like remote village a village somewhere like uh-huh. in the world and haven't got like um not haven't got access to I don't know the internet or whatever whatever what advice would you give to them you know in terms of live them living out their dream and them going to their college or going to university without uh-huh. any financial aid whatsoever what what's what what key message can you give to those children? those teenagers debt freedom is open to anyone now it will be challenging if you don't have internet but honestly i would use teachers i would use counselors i would use faith-based persons to see if they have electronic or digital resources if not to let them know that you want to go to college and you want to do so debt free Yes. For my international students, and we're all international, right? Yeah. For, me, for anyone who's outside of the United States, yes. there are so many fully funded scholarships. I really don't deal with fully funded. My things are more, they're called merit-based scholarships. Okay. So we normally get money from the college 
And then we supplement with those outside funds that I talked about from a from a business. Okay. That is traditionally what I do. So my scholars bring in money at a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand outside of the university. But there are really fully funded scholarships for those who do not live in the U.S. There are for those who live in the U.S. too. So I don't want to to, to minimize that. Okay. But this question is about that, and I would be asking everyone I could about fully funded scholarships. So if you don't have access to internet, you don't have access to social media, I would use those resources. Again, a faith-based person, a counselor, a teacher, and say, I want to go to college debt-free okay. and I need help grabbing that money. Um, if you want to study outside of your country, it's absolutely possible. Okay. And there are tons of resources of people. Now, if you have social media and you have access to the internet, makes it a lot easier. Of course. If you don't, I would absolutely use community persons, those mentors that we discuss. Absolutely. And then obviously, if they have got internet, then it, like you said, social media is a powerful tool, isn't yeah. it? And then obviously the internet, which they can also, you know, they can start their own research. But yes. I guess the key message here is that there is that opportunity to go to college debt-free. You just need to do a bit of homework. Um, you need to put that work in, yeah, to try and find those companies that can help you. I have a scholarship right now. It is open to anyone ages three to death. You can be any educational background, mm -hmm. any ethnic background. Um, it does not matter where you're at or where you're from in the world. The only limitation is that it's, it is only for three years old. So anyone that's zero to two is ineligible for this scholarship until they age three. Okay. The scholarship is called the World Changers Scholarship. And in all actuality, Ms. Carol, I'm not sure if you're in school, but I'm not in school at this time. So I'm not a scholar. I am a scholar, but you know, I'm not an active scholar. I'm not a student. Yes. And scholarship is open to anyone. You don't have to be a student to apply. Okay. It is a $3,000 U.S. based. Okay. You can be from anywhere in the world, but it's $3,000 U.S. cash money. They don't send it to an institution. They send it to the scholar. The scholarship, the World Changer Scholarship has been in existence. This will be its fourth year. Of the four years, I've had two scholars to win that scholarship. One of them, Mr. Nigel Murray, you can Google him and you will see his name everywhere. He has, he is uh, just started college, just started college. He moved into his dormitory and just <laughs> had classes at university starting on Monday. And he won, he started with that scholarship at $3,000 and he just clocked $100,000 in scholarships. Wow. My other scholar she won this scholarship of $3,000. She is a graduating high school senior class of 2022, and she's already won $25,000. And this is her senior year. For Fantastic. what I can tell, Dre, her name is Dre. Dre will win $150,000 plus in scholarship. Okay. Amazing. So it's a great scholarship for anyone who's willing to do the work. Fantastic. So there is money out there by the sounds of it, but you just need, you know, listeners, you just need to know who to approach and have get a mentor or someone to help you to support yeah. you. 
to uh, find these uh, find these companies. So um, yeah, it's definitely out there, and it's definitely worth doing your research. Now, Ria, just before we yes. wrap up, I'd, I'd like I like to ask um, my guests sort of big life questions. What is the okay. um, biggest lesson life has taught you? That God is good. Mm-hmm. Things aren't always fair. We may not know the complete direction and trajectory of our lives, but if you just take step by step, faith by faith, and really trust the people who love you, you will become whatever you want. And that's what I believe. Wonderful, wonderful. And I know you gave a few pieces of advice, you know, earlier, but what what three tips or pieces of advice would you give a teenager or young adult I would tell you to get as many earn as many A's as possible yeah get the highest test scores that you can do as much volunteerism and extracurricular activities as you can Mm -hmm. leadership I know you said three leadership 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 make sure you have the best resume the best grades and whenever possible the best scores Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Maria, thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I mean, you've, you know, you've shared so much. I wish I had more time. You know, I might have to get you back on so you can tell us even more about about your your journey. But no, you've done brilliantly. It's great. It's absolutely great. Thank you so much for sharing your love and your wisdom. It's uh, fantastic. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate it so much, Miss Oakley. Bless you. You're welcome. And please, you know, I know you mentioned your website earlier, but let's tell our listeners again how they can connect with you. So my website is myscholarshipsolutions.com. So that's my singular scholarship, singular solutions, plural.com. And we're on every social media platform you can imagine at scholarship dr. That's at scholarship doctor. Well, brilliant. There you go, listeners. There's all of Rio's details there. And as always, please remember to check out the link in my bio for my social media links and visit my website. And if you're looking for a mentor or sort of transformational coach, you know, please, you know, check me out. You know, I'll be more than happy to support you. Thank you for tuning in. Keep learning, live fearlessly, practice gratitude and love unconditionally. This is Carol Oakley. Peace and love to you all.